You're listening to Raw Talk Solo Series. Okay, welcome to Raw Talk. This is your host, Angie V. Today we're going to be talking about intergenerational trauma. Also, if you hear birds in the background, I'm sorry, I really can't. I can't control that. Just enjoy it. It's part of the nature-esque vibes we got going on here. All right. Intergenerational trauma. Now, that's a heavy word because obviously trauma is not something we label lightly or understand to have a light effect. You know, this is something extremely impactful that happens to us, for us, whatever, right? So what exactly is intergenerational trauma, right? I would say, (laughs) based on my knowledge of the world and such, that it is a form of trauma that is repeated, specifically down generations of families or households or, yeah, they're passed on through the way you're raised, the situations that you are exposed to in the family life, in the home life. And they're basically patterns that get passed on in people's lives through generations, hence intergenerational trauma. So how does this happen necessarily, right? Like why why is this a thing, you know? You could say it's a mix of, you know, the principle monkey see, monkey do. Part of it is also just complete unawareness of the fact that this is a intergenerational trauma and that it is much deeper, much bigger than your life and your one experience. I would have to say it is partly because trauma happens generations back that is not confronted, dealt with, or healed from. Hence, they affect every aspect of that person's life from then on, including the way they raise their kids, the way they interact with their family members, the way they respond to the world around them, their values, their morals, their belief systems, right? Their fear factors, like all that. So when you combine that with raising a newborn child and starting a new family, you know, it is very easy to see how this can be passed on subconsciously, unconsciously, but it can be passed on due to the fact that it was never healed, basically, you know? I believe awareness of something like that would actually better the situation and prevent that trauma from being passed on, but we can talk about ways to to tackle this within ourselves towards the end of the episode, for sure. Why exactly do we care about something like intergenerational trauma, right? Or why is it real? How do it, How is it real, you know? Is it even real? I would say that it does very much exist, but it is up to you to notice it or to seek understanding of why things happen in your family, you know? It's part of that just open mind that... This could be something that is affecting you and every aspect of your life and even your relationship with your parents, your family, your siblings, your grandparents, whether you'd like it to or not. 
you know? And it is tough because I'm not sure about most generations, but most parents or most older adults don't necessarily have that same kind of awareness when it comes to trauma and healing and the fact that everything that happens to us, there is a reason for it. And the reason we have fears and pet peeves and these boundaries that we've created for ourselves probably come from a defense mechanism, you know, to not expose ourselves to something that was traumatic or harmful or that we didn't like. It makes sense why these things happen, you know, it's really just survival, you know, but when it starts hindering the way you're treated in your career or when it starts hindering the way people value you or the way you value yourself even, I would say it's important to give it a second look. Now, this can come in many forms. I know it's extremely vague, but it's only vague when I'm saying this because it happens to everyone in very different ways. And because we're not always exposed to the way other family dynamics work, we're, it's it's one of those that's very hard to notice especially because a lot of families work differently, you know, and that's fine. But there does come a point in time where you have to realize that some things are not fundamentally okay with what you stand for for yourself, you know. Now, another reason why you should care about these patterns, these traumas, these obstacles being repeated through generations in your family or in the family of someone that you may want to spend the rest of your life with is because it's going to inherently affect your future if it goes unnoticed and continues being unnoticed or unhealed or undealt with. That basically means that at birth you have all these almost incidents waiting to come your way, you know, like almost like a predetermined play of events only because the generations before you chose not to heal and chose not to, or maybe we're just not even aware of these traumas. Um, Hence, it's really inevitable for it to happen to you. So why would you want to come into this life knowing that you're already predisposed and predetermined to experience these things when they can truly be avoided and truly be dealt with and they're not necessarily your fault or an experience that was catered for you they're just the remnants of an experience that happened to someone many many generations ago that by going unhealed was then transferred on to any generation coming, including the generation after you, if you choose to have kids, if you choose to raise people around you, if you choose to be some sort of role model. These things happen to be carried on and very well and very discreetly as well. Like It doesn't have to be so obvious that it's like you and your parents at the same age both got divorced, you know? It, sometimes it does truly happen like that, though, which I don't understand why, how you can ignore that. 
because it's not just a little quinky dink, you know, like tell me, you guys were raised in the same place by the same people. But anyways, sometimes it is really that obvious. And I mean, you really don't have any excuse to not even ponder its importance or its effect if you are aware and then choose not to do nothing about it, whatever, at least you're aware, you know, that's up to you. I'm not going to tell you how to live, but living in complete dismay and ignorance of how people have been affecting you from even before birth and how you will affect the generations after you before they're even born. I think that's a pretty important little, you know, conversation to have with yourself. How do you go about addressing or solving or even recognizing if that's something that is a part of your life? You know, this idea of intergenerational trauma. It doesn't have to be something so traumatic that you stay up at night, of course, but I truly do believe that all families are complex and all relationships people have with the people that raise them are extremely complex and very valuable for their for their content for their substance it takes a lot to raise someone it takes a lot to act as if as if we have our shit together you know parents really are just the kids that had other kids and i know this is not <sighs> this is definitely not an excuse to be like oh my parents scarred me and they passed me on all this shit like honestly we're all doing the best we can right we're all doing the best we can all the time your parents are probably doing the best doing what they believed was best and what more can you really ask for besides that right it kind of does come down to effort and intention in a way very vague statement i don't know how much i want to run with that one but for at least this specific topic this isn't about blaming people this isn't about blaming your grandparents or placing blame on your mom for you know inciting fear into you into all these different things or subconsciously making you believe that you're not capable of big things or or that stability equals boring but equals the the way of life you know what i mean like there's a lot of so many subconscious things that it's like are you really lazy or do you truly just not believe in yourself are you truly independent or you just could never rely on anyone hence you carry too much on your shoulders you know so many things man um so how can you go about understanding right how can you go about exploring this idea within your family i know it's extremely tough because a lot of families at least from my experience i don't know are not too too excited about having these kinds of conversations because it does bring up a lot of turmoil it does bring up a lot of the past that is you know can't change the past you can only change your perspective on it and some generations don't even believe in like mental health so that's a whole other topic but i think doing what you can where you can will make a difference in the long run whether that's getting curious about situations that happened in your parents childhood when they were your age how did they feel what were they like 
What did they like to do? What did they avoid? You know, what were the kind of people they avoided? What were the kind of opportunities they were presented with and accepted or declined and for what reasons? How did they like their upbringing? What do they do differently? What do they value? And does that align with your values now that you are hopefully someone who is capable of determining values for themselves based on a greater pool of knowledge than just your parents' words? There is a lot to consider. And even just being aware of how your parents are now and what has been reflected in their life, you know, what... Is their routine like? What do they like to do? What are things that they don't enjoy in their life right now? Because parents always do that for us. I don't know why, but they're putting up with so much stuff just for kids. And it's obviously like this grandiose act of love and sacrifice. But part of it is also very saddening that you feel this is the way that you have to provide the best for me is by hindering your own fulfillment. You know, like there's a lot of that stuff that turns into resentment or turns into regrets. There has to be some sort of explanation for why, why they feel the need to do that or how doing things like that affect their life and affect the way they view you, you know, just the consequences to all these things. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying just be aware of what the consequences are and are they worth what you do, you know. To debate, I always, I talk with my parents, thankfully. I've been able to reach a sort of, uh, I would say, healthy understanding of the complexities of the mind and of traumas and of generational upbringings and the fact that people are the way they are, not by their own fault, but by mostly everything else, you know, the way they were raised, the things they've been exposed to, the way they're trying to survive. It's fun to reflect with my parents about different situations I'm in, different friends even, because it provides a lot of insight on how people are not evil. You know what I mean? Like People are not out here doing the most because they want to see the world burn. Not, not the majority of the population anyway, you know? And people that can be annoying or triggering or can just be like no fun to be around there it's not even their fault you know what I mean like these are all just qualities and people that have come to be because of an event a factor a, a sort of solutions solutions trial and error and it's really interesting actually if you sit and like you get curious with with different people you get curious with your parents you get curious with your cousins you get curious with aunties and grandparents and you start to see like wow this is how you reacted to that situation interesting i see all the ways it has worked and i see in all the ways it has not worked and i see how you have passed those ways on both good and bad those effects onto the people around you specifically people that you raise right because i mean we're much more affected by our family members our parents than you know a random stranger unless you see them as like a, a role model or something but that's what i mean about like being raised by someone you know someone having an effect on who you are like almost fundamentally 
not even fundamentally. <laughs> uh, kinda. Mm. We can debate what fundamentally means later, but it's super interesting to understand, like, are we hindering ourselves? Are we cutting ourselves short because we value security, but now we only grasp onto it because we're afraid of trying anything else? Or do we fear stability because it was always taken away from us once we had it? Do we run away from our problems because our environment's always changed when problems arised hence it was the only coping mechanism we ever knew there's a lot to to dive into and i truly hope that your parents or even siblings you know what i mean like siblings are being raised by the same people so they could also have a little reflection moment with you on how their experience has been being raised by the same people you guys can always just discuss. This isn't about gossiping. This isn't about blaming. This isn't about shit talking. This is purely for trying to provide better and do better in the future for ourselves and for our parents, right? Like I, I highly doubt your parents would be opposed deeply, deeply, deeply at first. Mm, who knows? Cause ego, but deeply, I highly doubt they would be opposed to knowing how all the ways that they've been able to help you and all the ways that they could potentially help you in the future if certain things were reflected on or implemented. Now, obviously easier said than done, and I've been fortunate enough to have been raised with parents that have made this a very conscious, conscious process, especially throughout the last four or five years of my life. So I hope this provides you some sort of insight, you know, anything. I would love to receive a little bit more of specific questions just because when it comes to big, big overarching terms, it gets very vague because we're all so complex and different in different ways. But yeah, there is little solo series number two for you. A little short and sweet one. I'm getting good at this ranting thing, I guess. I'm not really sure. 20 minutes is oof a lot it's a lot but hey the more you ask the more my brain and my gears get turning and the longer i can speak <laughs> or the more i can speak about different things the more i can think about things the more i can reflect on my own thoughts damn i don't know if we need that but anyways bless you for listening new episodes weekly you know how it is let me know what you think how you feel do whatever share it with a friend share this podcast with your parents <laughs> anyways till next time bye